0: Hello friends, I'm J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Most leaders are burdened by complexity and exhaustion, and we are here to equip leaders with the perspective and tools that you need to lead with clarity, health, and confidence. Well, before we jump in today to this episode, I want to let you know about something that we've done recently at Kairos that we're extremely excited about in another effort to try to equip leaders. Many of our readers, followers, and subscribers to our newsletter, Five Things in Five Minutes, have reached out to me to ask for help in equipping in the area of writing. Many people have said they want to be a writer, they feel called to write, but they just don't know how to get started. And some people are already writing, but they want to improve the skill and the process of writing and grow in the craft. It's because of this frequent inquiry that our team worked the past several months to develop a masterclass type online course called The Writing Life. And it helps writers and writers to be in the specific areas of motivation and getting started and training writers in the skill of becoming a better writer while also talking about the complexity of the publishing world and how to get published. We break it down and we make it as easy as possible for you to become a better writer. So for you, Resilient Leaders podcast listeners, The Writing Life, this online writer's course, is available to you now to take at your own pace, at your own time, at kairoscourses.com. K-A-I-R-O-S Courses dot com. You will have lifetime access to it. You can always come back to it if you want. You can rewatch it. Again, it's at kairoscourses.com and I'll also put it in the show notes. Now let's just jump right in here. On a scale of one to 10, one being low and 10 being high, how focused would you say that you are? Because here's the opportunity in front of you. Today we're going to talk about how focus is more important than ever before. Because here's the opportunity. You can decide or you can slide. It's your choice. You can decide to just follow along. Uh, you, you can decide to actually choose your own course, or you can slide in and follow along with everyone else. You can decide to live a focused life or just slide into conformity and mediocrity. It's your choice. You cannot live a life of focus unless you're proactively intentional in how you live your life. Sociologists and economists have named the era that we're in the, the attention economy. What does that mean? It means that researchers have learned that whoever has your attention has your wallet. Intelligence used to be the most important factor in a person, but now that we can Google just about anything in seconds, it's no longer smarts, it's focus. Whoever or whatever has your focus has your life. It's a several billion dollar industry to capture and hold your attention, most often on your screens. And most of us are unaware of just how distracted we are. Now, the arguments come in and people say, but junior I'm great at multitasking, plus it's way more efficient. But the scientific research continues to show over and over again, no, you aren't. Nobody is good at multitasking. We have, my, we have five mental tabs open at the same time, and we're just not grasping any of them well. What we're called instead to do is unitask, which means we must live a purposeful life. We must be purposeful about our focus, about what we pay attention to. We must become unitaskers. Here's another reflective question to think through. If you were to grow in your focus by just 5%, what would that look like? David Allen, who wrote the book Getting Things Done and the whole Getting Things Done movement, said, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. It's a little bit meta, but it's crucial. So what are the things in a given day or week or month that has your attention the most? Be as specific as possible. Don't just say, well, work, or on the weekend, but what about my weekend? No, I want you to ask yourself very specifically, what over my weekend am I thinking about? What specifically about my work am I thinking about? Because we need to pay attention to what we're paying attention to. You see, focus is like a laser. If the light is focused enough, it can cut through just about anything. But for many of us, we're overcome with FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. But have you ever heard of the term JOMO? It's a term growing in popularity the past few years. It's the joy of missing out. Kevin Kelly, the founding editor of Wired Magazine said, half the skill of being educated is learning what you can ignore. So what are we to remain focused on? This goes back to this idea of our core values. What's most important to you? That should drive your focus. Most people don't know what their core values are, and so they live incredibly unfocused lives. Have you ever been to a meeting that lacks focus? It's frustrating, isn't it? It's a time waster. We get impatient. We get angsty. We think about all the other things that we can or should be doing. It's the same thing with our lives. If we don't live a focused life, if we don't know what archery target we're shooting our arrows at, it can be incredibly inefficient, frustrating, and create anxiety and worry. When we live unfocused lives, it's hectic and unthoughtful, and we live with no margins. But when we're unfocused, we're overwhelmed and too busy. It's very stressful. We live lives that are wide but shallow, and there's no depth to what we are doing. And so we settle for good and what's immediate instead of what's best. That's why Socrates said, Beware the barren, barrenness of a busy life. Beware the barrenness of a busy life. So what are the benefits of living a focused life as a focused leader? When we live with focus, we have margin. We have less stress. In fact, we have a sense of freedom and calm. Focus is like the frame on an art piece. It sets the parameters of what we're looking at and what we're beholding. In order to do this, in order to create a frame around the art piece of our lives, we have to see the word no as our friend which means we have to have the courage to get over our FOMO so we can experience JOMO. The truth is that you will always miss out on something, always. But it's your choice what you miss out on, and that's what we forget. Uh, Lao Tzu said, to attain knowledge, add things every day. And to attain wisdom, subtract things every day. Here's the principle I think is so crucial for healthy leadership and healthy teams in order to gain focus. To-do lists are good, but to-don't lists are better. To-do lists are good, but to-don't lists are better. We have to be ruthless about what we say yes to, and if it isn't a clear yes, then it's a clear no. Here's what Peter Drucker said. He said, people are effective because they say no, because they say this isn't for me. It's interesting that we get our English word decide from the Latin word "desire." which means to cut or to cut away, that every time you make a decision, you're cutting things away from your life. It's why Jack Dorsey, the co-founder and former leader of Twitter, described his role as CEO, but CEO stood for chief editorial officer. He went on to say, by editorial, I mean that there are a thousand things that we could be doing here at Twitter, but there are only one or two that are really important. This is called deliberate subtraction. And as the economist Thomas Sowell said, there are no solutions, there are only trade-offs. So I want to ask you, leader, what trade-offs do you want to live with? You're always going to have to miss out on something. What are your core values? And what if you chose to do the things only that align with your core values and then decided to cut the rest? Some of you are saying, this is great, but Jared, can you give me some recommendations? How do I put this into into practice in my life. Great. I'm glad you asked. If you want to be serious about this, here are four ways to start. Number one, I want you to continue to think through how you pay attention to what you're paying attention to. It's always good to have that question in the back of your mind. What am I paying attention to? Be aware of that. It'll tell you a lot about what has your mind, what has your attention, and what might be keeping you from focus. Number two, regularly ask yourself, what's on my to-don't list? It's going to take an incredible amount of discipline to develop a to-don't list, but do it. It's worth it. The third thing is to batch tasks as much as you can. A lot of us are on email and we just go on email drip throughout the day and we just look at it every seven minutes or so. But instead, what if you looked at email only in two chunks, like 1130 to noon right before lunch and then at 4 p.m., maybe toward the end of the day? If you batch things, things get better. Batch emails, batch calls, batch errands, batch searches on the internet. Batch a list of questions to ask your boss later in one call or visit or email rather than 17 times a day. Batch tasks as much as you can. And then lastly, number four, which we could do several episodes just on this. Ruthlessly eliminate distraction habits. With your screens. Now, screens are great. I'm not Amish. I engage with technology all the time, every day. But our screens can be the greatest distractor of our focus. Because of that, I've had to do things like I don't have email on my phone. I don't have any notifications other than texts and phone calls coming in. I don't have social media on my phone. I do that because I'm trying to eliminate things in order to focus my time, energy, and attention, because I know how alluring those things can be and how distracted I can become. You don't have to do that, but whatever you're doing, I want you to be ruthlessly eliminating distraction from your screens. I'm not against technology. I am against thoughtless engagement with technology. Be thoughtful about the time that you spend on your screens. Well, thanks for listening today. This podcast is produced as always by my friend and co-partner in this, Joel Embowan, the founder and owner of On A Limb Productions. You can check out his great work at onalimproductions.com and you may be able to see yours truly on some of those video promos on his site or you can check out the show notes for more information. Thanks again, Joel, for your great work. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning and remember focus is the way to go. Unitask in all that you do. Be a chief editorial officer. And remember, there are no solutions that are only trade-offs. So what trade-offs do you want to live with? May you move from FOMO to JOMO as you lead a life of focus, purpose, and meaning that align with your core values. Have a great week.